All right. Woo. All aboard. What's up, man? Yep. Choo-choo. Yep. Let's go. <laughs> bro job, bro job. Choo-choo. Um, welcome, yep. folks, uh, to another episode of Left Unread, uh, the podcast where we pull no punches, uh, but we do pull lots of other things, like pranks. Uh, we pull fast ones on each other. We're just, we're a couple of pullers. We pull each other's dicks. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was going to let that be sort of the implication, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we give them a good tug from no. time to time um yeah <laughs> what's up man yeah friendly tug yeah it's just a tug between friends how you doing yeah strictly business tug <laughs> business tugs only boys <laughs> it's like the, it's yeah. like the 2022 handshake yeah you know what yeah. i mean yeah in the year 2032 you're gonna be tugging dicks at business. Yeah, you're gonna right? you're gonna loosely so. tie them around one another and then, yeah, like uh, double dutch them around in like kind of a hoop, <laughs> kind yeah. of a looping motion. Yeah, we're shaking hands in the year 2032. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm dicks. I'm giving my own dick an awful lot of credit, assuming that it would be able to do that. <laughs> I'm adding substantial imaginary yeah, uh, no, mine's inches. Prehensile. Oh, good. All Mine right. is prehensile. That ex- that explains a lot of feats that I've seen you perform. You know. Like, you know, he'd be behind yeah. Evan in the bathroom, both hands are up on his head, and someone's turning the faucet on and off, and I'm always kind of confused. Like, how's he doing that? Who just flushed yeah. the toilet? <laughs> like, Evan's got his hands in his pockets. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, whistling with my hands in my pockets. I can, see that his, I can see that his mouth's not moving, but there's a whistling sound coming from somewhere. Um, that'd, be cool if you could whistle. <laughs> that'd be cool if you could whistle with your dick. Yeah, dude, cock whistling. Oh my dude. god! Fuck yes, that'd be great. That'd be a great party trick. You, yeah, you would. Yes, dude. I bet you, you could. You could get a lot of five individual five dollar bills. Being like, yo, I bet you five dollars, I can whistle with my dick. <laughs> people are like, you can't do that. Oh, you could. You could hustle so many people. I honestly would be content with yeah, just dude. being able to get like a little penis queef out of it. Like if I could make mine do like a little, you know, just, just like, like <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like a really like, yeah. just like really small. Um, so, uh, welcome back everybody. Uh, Evan and I are joining yep. you here today to talk about dicks of another kind. Um, the Royal family of the United Kingdom, uh, who have just suffered, uh, last month an, an unspeakable tragedy of, uh, earth shattering yep. proportions. Um, that's mm-hmm. right folks. So in September 8th, uh, the year of our Lord, 2022, Queen Elizabeth II of the United Kingdom and the Commonwealth realms uh, unfortunately slipped on a puddle of infant blood on her way to her secret dungeon abattoir. And uh, she slid um, pretty comically, like 10 feet, uh, arms kind of windmilling, across the room uh, before slamming into an antique Iron Maiden that she had set up, uh, which did unfortunately close upon her. Um, She was pretty frail and was... uh, pierced to death uh, with a thousand spikes uh, in all different areas of her body, which, you know, I'm sure you've all heard by now. So, unfortunately, the queen is dead. Um, and that's, yeah, that's really been, that's kind of been big in the global news cycle. Well, about a month ago it was, yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of moved past I think it, we've uh, moved past it, which is which is sort of why yeah, I Yeah, we're preparing for uh we're preparing for the next death. Right. of our song. Oh yeah, I'm getting <laughs> I'm ramped I'm ramped up. I'm ready. Yeah. Um cock block. Which should be coming soon. If, oh, by the looks of yeah, him. He, he's, he is not the symbol of health. Yeah, he's deep in the throes of heart disease by the looks of him. Those yeah. are some puffy feet. 
I tried to make yeah, my background here on, on Skype uh, a close-up of his feet, but um, something was fucky with my, my browser, and I just, like, couldn't get it in time. I thought of it a little too last minute. Okay, yeah. But, so, you don't have to look at that. Yeah, he's got some puffy fingies. He's got some puffy piggies. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, he doesn't look good. Um, big ears, a lot of blood flow to the ears. Yeah, and if he dies, they definitely will not announce that for a long time. Oh, I know, two back to back like that. Can you imagine? Yeah, I mean, I don't know definitely. what England's shortest reigning monarch is. I, I guess I'm going to find out really quickly. But I wonder what uh, the threshold is for him to die for it to be him, or if we've already surpassed it. Yeah, I feel like did he like die like right after her, and they're just like, "Fuck, man!" Shortest reigning monarch, uh, Lady Jane Grey. Nine days, so we're already we're it's too late. Yeah, I don't know when that was. She was the nine day queen. Um, I don't know why she's called Lady Jane Grey and not Queen Jane of the Commonwealth realms or whatever. But yeah, probably didn't get to her own coronation. Oh, you know what? That's what it is. Because now yeah. that's actually a relatively new thing. You become yeah. queen immediately upon the death of the former monarch. That wasn't always the case. Yeah, you used to have to, you know, get crowned by some bishop yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got pope it. Themselves, you know? I got it. And yeah, maybe she was still around in the in the papist days when you had to wait for yeah, that. Yeah, true. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but so you know, not obviously um, wasn't really stabbed to death by an Iron Maiden. It, she was just really old. Um, she was like ninety six, and you know that I think is pretty non tragic uh, for most of us. I think if I live to ninety six and slip away in my sleep. I don't want yeah. anyone to be wondering why, you know. I don't think there needs to be any speculation. Um, yeah, but if you're a blood-sucking alligator spawn that rules a, right. a colonial empire. Well, sure. Yeah. So there's that, and that's <laughs> that's sort of what, what we're going to talk about today. So, um, you know, by all accounts, she went out surrounded by her, her freaky family and, and, you know, whatever passes for, for loved ones in that world. Yeah, I, I doubt there's a lot of love in between those I know. individual it's, family members. I was kind of thinking Very that... transactional, it seems. It, it would have to be, right? Like, I feel like... I don't know. Like, I mean, how much do you love your cousins? It's just not... Uh, I love them. Yeah, me too, but like, you know... I'm just kidding. I love my cousins yeah. a lot, actually. Now yeah. that I make that joke, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm very like... close with with a lot of my cousins. Um, but it was just a stupid joke because they're all related. Um, uh, so, uh, I have to assume, you know, given the like the massive scope of this news story that, you know, there's no need for us to fill any of you guys in on the actual details. You've probably been drowning in it for, or were at least for the week that it oh, mattered. A few weeks ago, yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I was thinking about it and like really probably the only people that don't know that she's dead are like people deep in like the Amazon rainforests living a wonderful subsistence hunter-gatherer life with just no knowledge of the outside world. Um, or maybe the people on the Sentinel Islands, since they don't really know anything about the outside. Yeah, world. sure. And any comparable people, there are you know anyone that's out there on in. in uh, there might still be some, um, you know, maybe some descendants of Japanese World War II fighters in the the Philippines. Um, yeah, <laughs> <Still> <laughs> occasionally lobbing grenades into villages. They might not know either. Yeah, they might be unaware. <laughs> right. Yeah. Until word of the surrender reaches them, they're yeah, they're okay. gonna be in limbo. Yeah, yeah, the queen. Yeah, the queen. You know, All I right. think each one of those guys, when they get back Who the to fuck is the queen, when they get back to the motherland, should get a complimentary Nintendo Switch. Just like, hey, here's where we've come. You know, <laughs> aren't <Yeah>. you glad? <laughs> aren't you glad yeah. you never gave up? Um, 
so yeah, I mean, look, I, 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 uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's been obviously like big news and it's come and gone. That's the way the news cycle now works. And now that it's kind of passed over us and the, the dust has settled a little bit, um, I felt like it was an appropriate time to kind of look back on the events surrounding the death of the queen, the, uh, history, I guess, a little bit of monarchy in England, uh, and, you know, I guess Great Britain, the UK, it's various iterations. Um, and then just sort of talk with my co-host Evan a little bit about, you know, our thoughts on that whole situation and why or why not, uh, it matters. Um, and, you know, I, I was telling him off air before we started this that I had kind of put a lot of effort into writing what amounted to a very different episode than what we're going to kind of do today. And I think some of that is a result of time passing and sort of my perspective on things kind of solidifying, but also realizing that, you know, I didn't really want this to be like an examination of like the triumphs and failures of British monarchy as a whole, right? Because there are so many moments there that kind of are their own episodes. I know you've talked about doing an episode about um, Princess Diana. Um, there are that was actually one of my first ideas. Yeah, one of the first things I put on my list when we started this. Right, and that's that's like a fascinating in and of itself. You know, you could do a, a, a short series on that, right? So. Um, you know, I had things on, on various escapades and moments and this and that. And at one point, I even had, like, a fun little, like, uh, guess the royal fact thing that I was kind of working on um, where I was going to try to stump you. But um, I don't think I would have succeeded with any of them. So we scrapped that. Um, and instead, I kind of want to just, like, dial in. And, and so the first part of this is going to kind of be, like, a, a fun little overview of the various periods of the British monarchy and like why that's a thing. Um, and then I want to talk a little bit more about, you know, now and the legacy of that history and, you know, how we as sort of godless, you know, American sinners feel about, it. um, totally devoid of the light of Royal dignitas. I think it's it's before we do any of that the the impetus for for doing this episode period was I, I found myself being kind of like and and jump in here if you feel differently but I found this entire thing I found the death of the queen really jarring um, because to me the whole thing was like a huge joke like immediately you know and it became immediately clear that like not 
everybody and people that I was really surprised by, not everybody was in on that joke. Do you agree? Oh, well, um, I actually, uh, I found both, uh, Western media and the family as a whole to have handled the, uh, situation with such a plum <laughs> that I'm actually now a monarchist. Um, I do believe in the, uh, divine right of kings. Yeah. Uh, I'm an absolute monarchist, <laughs> um, and I believe that the first king should be me. <coughs> okay. Um, so I should be the first king of America. Evan the first. Yeah. Oh, you want us to become a monarchy? Yes. So you're not like well, you're not only just supporting the continued existence of the British monarchy, but you think we should? I think this is a reasonable position. And uh, <laughs> listeners, uh, chime in on Twitter or you know send us an email uh, to show your support. Um, uh, or <laughs> I mean. You're obviously not going to disagree, but if, if you know, let's for the sake of the bit, if you want to disagree, but uh, yeah, show your support for uh, King Evan, the first of his name. Yeah, so. absolutely. I mean, yeah, I, honestly, I, <laughs> I'd vote for you. Yes. Yeah, so no. This, so again, this is monarchy. What? So how do I, uh, how do I express my support for you over other candidates? For the crown. There are no other candidates. It's just me. And I do expect your support. You don't need to show it. <laughs> Except when I'm near you and you do need to bow and kiss. kiss do, I have to, do I have to kowtow? Yes. Yeah, there will be proskinesis in the, in the, ancient, uh, in the ancient Greek form. So, uh, or the ancient Persian form, rather. Okay. Um, I do expect proskinesis. You can start now. I'm, yeah, I'm doing it already. I'm already doing it. You can't, maybe can't tell, but I'm already doing it. Um, let's, so, let's, see, let's see. Let's see the. Well, okay. So about. here's my first question. Uh, before we go back to whatever, my first interview <laughs> as king. My first interview as king. <laughs> so fuck it. Yeah, let's roll with this. So okay. So King Evan. So as someone who's, I mean, how long have we been been pals now? Pals. <laughs> Does a king a really king does have, not have pals? pals. He has subjects. <laughs> okay, Please, so prior you to your me as your Majesty, <laughs> prior to your ascension to the throne, how long were we acquainted? Mm. <laughs> well, I don't really recognize the time before my ascension. My life really has begun today. Okay, so Evan and I were we were friends for like what, like thirteen years or something. Do you dare to speak for your king? <laughs> Dude, this fucking rules. Oh man. Um, well, so I guess my question is, if I, if I may, Your Majesty, if I may, you know, deign yeah. to uh, request a, a boon of you, um, deign, deign upon me. What's in it for me, man? Because I feel like I put up with a lot of shit. So, like, uh, do I get to be like a minister of something? A just and loving king as your as your regent. And look, my manservant and uh, sworn sword Sancho Panza uh, is standing at guard. That you may look like he's sleeping, but he's standing at guard. Yeah, he's just ready relaxed, to ready to, ready to eviscerate yeah. anybody who dares challenge my divinity. Sure. Oh, so you you believe in divine rule? As I said, if you would listen to your king, I will allow you this one transgression. Okay. The divine right of kings is at play here. <laughs> dude you're too good at this um okay so you for the listener like when he does the bit he even puts on a fucking face and it's like 
I can't describe it to you, but just like regal serenity washes over him. <laughs> I feel like Evan's actually ready to to rule. Um, so, <laughs> so, well, I mean, to answer my question though, like, do I get to be like minister of something? It doesn't have to be anything big, but like, I'd like to know that I'm gonna at least like get like a cushy desk oh, job. Oh, you would like to know? You would like an answer from your king? <laughs> I would. I... You come to my throne room. And refuse proskinesis in the traditional Persian sense. I did it already, though. And you do not, and you and you dare to demand some material asking. position. I'm just asking. I'm just asking for I a little. I will allow you to be a satrap. <laughs> a satrap? Like, where's... The, yeah, the satrap of uh, Newton. Oh, cool. So I don't even have to move. <laughs> it's done. All right, cool. All right. Well, I'm going to have to go let my uh, landlord know. That, uh... Sancho, please. All, Give him all this uh, shit's the, mine cl- now. the the clothing of his satrapy. My my estates will extend uh, far and wide. Your estate your estates will extend as far as I did <laughs> that they will extend. Cool. All right. Um. Well. I, anyway, this sounds pretty good. So now that we have the enlightened rule of Evan the first, um, I guess let's start let's start the show. I mean, may we? We may start the show. <laughs> That's so stupid. Um, so, so anyway, as much as like we've been kind of talking about this with a relative lack of reverence, right? Um, and it's like pretty obvious how silly the idea of monarchy is. Like, because we have fucking kings in twenty. Yeah, it's dumb as shit. It's like, so stupid. Like, dude, it's like, oh my god. Like, yeah, I know. I so to be serious though, like I agree with you before. Like to me, it was immediately hysterical. And, like, I made, like, like, but, like, all of a sudden I'm seeing, like, all my family members yes. who are otherwise, like, very, I don't know, very liberal or whatever. And just, like, going on about the majesty of the queen. Yeah. And, like, like how, how dark of a day this is. And, like, I feel like there was one of two reactions. Our joking on social media was either every, people thought it was very funny. Yeah. Like, because I made posts. Or, like, I'm pretty sure, certain I, like, deeply offended some of some people. Yeah, I th- I haven't heard from any of my family in the UK since this, and I don't know if any of them. Some of them have periodically listened mm. to the show. I don't know, but yeah, I don't think yeah. it was. I doubt it was well received, and not that it like was, it's like insane. Like, dude, like, and here's the funny part is like the way that people, especially in the UK, but also here in the US, were acting. It was literally as like the pantomime that's told about like North Korea and the way that people yeah. treat. The uh, Kim Jong Un and Kim Il Sung and Kim Jong Il. It's it was crazy. Are like how people were treating Queen Elizabeth. Absolutely. Like, what the fuck what? are you people talking about? It makes about? you realize. It like, was like you were getting arrested in the UK. Yeah. For like speaking out against it, it's like this is like what people say happens in North Korea. Right. Like. Yeah, and and to be honest, like I don't know how you feel about it, but like I believe that it probably does. I mean, I don't think North Korea rocks. Like. I think there's a lot yeah, about their I mean, history. I, the way I, I, I don't really trust anything that's put in the Western media about it just because, I mean, that's the way Western propaganda works. Totally, totally. Yeah. I, I get, well, so, okay, on the subject of propaganda, though, like, it's really clear how effective the royalist propaganda machine in the UK is. It's it's yeah. remarkably effective. Um, yeah, but, it, it is literally the exact thing that... You know, people say about that. Yeah, you know? yeah, and um, it feels more benign now because that office is largely symbolic. But like that propaganda machine was already so well oiled and so well in place, and it really just exists to self perpetuate at this point, right? So like yeah. all of the people in the uh, the British news media who devote their entire careers to strictly covering the royals. I mean, that's a thing. Yeah. 
they have to have these Royal stories coming out just because yeah. without it they don't have a job you know what i mean yeah and the same yeah, no, goes the, for yeah, the, it's not just the parasites that are the royal family whose entire like all of their wealth is comes from the taxpayers yeah. the working class of the uk right. but then you have all of these parasitic hangers on who also their wealth depends upon the royal family existing as it does right and yeah it's like this whole like feedback loop system where like there's a lot of money flowing around that is you know the only way to keep the wheels greased is by having the royals there you know yeah yeah it's it, it, it is it's really and it just becomes so starkly apparent so i had very similar experiences with like family members you know the day she died like people being like wow you know we lost such a dignified queen it's like what the fuck like first of all what do you even know about this like second of all what the last thing she did one of her last acts was to uh i forget i forget which colony it was had voted to like decriminalize uh or legalize marijuana and she, one of her last acts, as she's lying on her deathbed, is to use her royal privilege to, like, not support that. Huh. <laughs> and it, like, kicks the vote back to them. I, I can't I can't remember which colony this was, but a colonial holding. But it's just, it's so funny. It's like, no, she's, like, a fucking reactionary, racist piece of shit old hag. Yeah. And, you know... Good riddance. Yeah, and so we'll talk a little bit more about that too. I want to dive. I want to pick your brain more about that. But um, let's so let's dive back a bit. So it, the reason that this was also it was really jarring to me and really surreal to me because you know as Evan and I have sort of talked about, like it really did kind of feel like the whole world like lost their collective fucking minds over this shit, and specifically yeah, for a few weeks, <laughs> like the wealthy Western white world. Like, really went bananas over this. And you saw, like, every, you know, like, Jeff Bezos-type figure being like, oh, the queen is dead, whatever. And it's like, well, of course, you know. But, um, and so that's something that I want to touch on. Um, but it's it's fascinating to me, like, the uh, insistence by white folks in the Anglosphere that this event, like, has to be this somber thing, like, worthy of dignity and respect, right? Like, why can't we joke about it? Um, and so, you know, my first thought is like, you know, I'm willing, and I don't know how willing you are, but, you know, I'm willing to give kind of a very tenuous pass to citizens of the UK specifically on this. Um, because, you know, after all, right, like there, there are things of historical note here and, you know, we are history buffs and this is a history show, right? So there are things worth discussing. Like she was that nation's longest reigning monarch by a pretty substantial mar margin. And, uh, unless you go back to like, biblical kings and legendary kings in different countries which you kind of can't um she's the second longest reigning monarch in recorded human history behind uh stinky butt boy louis the 14th uh the sun king yeah. go back to episode 18 louis the 14th a fistula full of dollars if you want to know more about his butt specifically um and you know so at almost 71 years on the throne that's sort of a level of cultural ubiquity that's really hard to fathom i mean We've obviously lived our entire lives with her as the queen until very recently. Um, but there are people that lived their entire full lives under her reign, born and died with her as monarch. And yeah. that's fucking bananas, right? Like, it, it is a massive cultural moment. Um, and she was fucking everywhere. So, like we said, like, there's a whole faction of the UK media that exists entirely off of the scraps left by the royal family they just report on the royals you know and it's it's 
they're incredibly hardline. They're incredibly xenophobic and racist generally. Um, I mean, look at their conversations about Meghan Markle, which I know is like tabloid shit, but like that's really indicative of the way that that particular branch of the British media um, and the British tabloid media operate. You know, they're, they're, they suck. They're fucking terrible. Um, But whatever, I mean, it's plastered all over everything. It's on, you know, their whatever their versions of People magazine and and the Sun newspaper and all that shit. They just see that stuff constantly. Um, She's on the fucking money. She's on every denomination of currency, at least in England, and uh, I think mostly in the other realms. Um, And, you know, of course, famously, she would read the weather over the radio every single morning she had her famous sidekick uh drizzly jizzly the puppet rain rain cloud that she would is this a bit like I don't... she would read that what do you what you've never heard of drizzly jizzly yeah the queen no. every morning the queen would read the weather over the radio no there's no way it's called drizzly jizzly i mean look dude she came up with it when she was younger and it just she ran with it don't even worry about it it's true um, yes. she's even on the, she's even on the, the British Cheerios box. She's riding on the back of the honey yeah, nut see, bee. This is a bit. And <laughs> so my point is, is that the level of cultural integration that the Royal family has been able to achieve and to justify in perpetuity, um, it's, it, you really can't understate it. It's, it's well, pretty insane. To be fair here in the U S we do have our own, uh, weather reading monarch every day. Mm-hmm. We call him David Lynch. <laughs> That's right. He does read the fucking weather. He actually does. I do that. forgot about that. I know. Oh my god. He does it every day, bro. Oh my god. So okay. So my first thought when you said weather reading monarch, uh, and that's really funny. I forgot about that. Uh, David Lynch yeah. does read the weather online. But so, do you know NECN, New England Cable News? Yeah. Uh, they. You obviously have a weather report, whatever. And for a long time, the guy who <laughs> read their weather was this dude whose last name was uh, Capralian. It was Al Capralian. But he had this, like, really squeaky, really somewhere in New England accent. And <laughs> he was, like, a minor celebrity in my household. Because not that we ever watched it. But in your household. Yeah, he would, like, come on TV. And, like, <laughs> my, my dad just thought he was really funny. And I remember him pointing him out to me. And he would come on and he would say, Hey, everybody, it's Al Caprin here. And he would do this fucking intro. Oh, everybody, we're going to come and talk about the weather today. And, uh, dude, Rock, you got to look him up. He's fucking hysterical. I can't describe yeah. He looks like a squat little uh, glasses-wearing fucking armenian man his name is al caprellian yeah al caprellian and uh yeah he rocked so he was my personal weather monarch but um i wonder what he's up to today um oh god man that is oh my god yeah that is quite the nerdy looking little <laughs> fucking freak he's a, he's a little fuck freak man yeah. but he was great and he always had that same little uptick in his voice hey everybody how we doing today it's Al Caprin, and he, he said it like Caprin, Al Caprin. It's Al Caprin here. Hey, everybody, it's Al Caprin here. <laughs> anyway, this is like really niche content. No one's going to fucking know what we're talking yeah. about. But um, yeah, If you are from the Boston area and you watch New England cable news in the morning, you may have seen weatherman Al Caprellian, <laughs> also known as Al Caprin. Al Caprin. Um, anyway, all this to say, I have a very faint, weak, mostly negligible um, – but like technically present sense of sympathy for the sense of cultural loss and whatever mourning that a portion of that ass backwards country is experiencing. Um, however, 
Obviously, the fact cannot be ignored that in all likelihood, a greater, a much greater portion of her, you know, devoted subjects um, feel a far more complicated set of emotions at the passing of old Lizzie. Uh, and I'm completely baffled at the level of investment that I've seen from non-Brits in this. Um, and, you know, like we've talked about, I mean, these are, I think, generally older people like like baby boomers who are you know, white and have some sort of cultural attachment to uh, the UK, but it was now, still fucking weird. Love the fucking royal family. Well, but and that's the thing that got me. It's like the older people I can almost understand, right? Because even though they've been here, they have a little more of that, like, oh man, like seventy-two years she's been queen. You know, like that's a lot longer of a time. But fuck, like I, I don't know, she's been the queen for thirty-two years of my life, and I don't give a shit. So I just, I don't quite get it. Um, and then on top of that, there were the fucking memes. I mean, I loved the Dead Queen memes. There were so many good ones. Yeah, we we love Dead Queens, don't we? Folks? We do. And um, the but like the the comments on these memes or like the debates over them on Twitter or on Instagram, whatever. Um, it was so jarring to see like how many people were like, "This is like totally unbecoming behavior." And I, you know, I suspect a lot of these people were fucking shitty little Britainers, but like. Yeah. Not all of them, you know, and like I said, like I, I have family in the UK and they're all really like, you know, forward thinking, whatever, liberal, progressive people. And, you know, they were all upset about it. And, you know, I sent my cousin Heather some some memes and she did admit that a couple of them made her chuckle. But still, it was very clear that it was like inappropriate of me. And so I just stopped. And not that anybody like shunned me. Nobody reached out and said like these aren't funny. Like I think everybody yeah, you gets are not that. Welcome yeah, there was our, there was none of that. But like at our British homestead anymore. I also didn't get any fucking laughs. So you know, <laughs> I'm I'm getting the sense that it's kind of like like it's taboo. It's it's just taboo. It's culturally taboo to joke about. So it's not that anybody's mad. It's just that there's this sense that like we really shouldn't be laughing about this. And yeah. that I just, I'm fascinated by. Um, so all in all, whatever, it was just, it ended up being this sort of massive event that for like a multitude of reasons kind of eclipsed all other news in the news cycle for a week. You know, nobody was talking about Iran or anything. It was all just fucking uh, Queen Elizabeth and she's 96 and she died. And it's like, who's surprised? But whatever, apparently yeah. we're all su- supposed to pretend to be sad and surprised. Yeah. Um, Remember, it is another hammer that falls towards the, uh, the, um, uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation had an episode mm-hmm. where uh, where Data, uh-huh. Lieutenant Commander Data, is reciting uh, some historical facts from uh, you know the 21st century, mm-hmm. uh, and one of them he says is the Irish reunification of 2024. Oh, and this is another hammer that's fallen. Excellent, along with uh, Sinn Fein's ascension in Northern Ireland, comes closer and closer. <laughs> Chuck Fiarla, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, here's hoping. Uh, if the good yeah. folk of Ireland desire it, I, I hope that it will come to be. And I think yeah. many of them do desire it. Shmurr. Yeah. Touch a trim, be wildin' with it. Check on your man's, I heard he got hit in his head. But he almost died, so I can say his name, cause he ain't dead. How you let a nigga vouch for you who just got out the feds? Sneaking pigs back for I'm roll like little bro won't come out and spin. He ain't heard a flash, so he don't count, I still a give him 10. I got hoes, I call my sisters, fucking off them hoes dead. I don't let them play with Vernie, I'm just waiting on my chance. If 
probably say a nigga dead, then a nigga dead. Lil' bro, you can't hop in here, this bitch a hot cop. They like, bro, it's nook, not a smirk, nigga, fuck, fuck, fuck. You can't play no games, you play with other niggas, nah, nah. You ain't from my block if you don't know Tasty Buddha and Chops. Man, what? Mama say I'm trippin', I'm with my niggas like a group home I ain't getting mad, I'm trying to rob who call my booth on Bitch, I'm from the trench, you gotta fuck me to my new song mm-hmm. I don't mention dead ops If you really did, you ain't gon' say it cause the fans hot Bro, I told your ass I want his head, I don't want no leg shot Breakfast time, they get on niggas early, want they eggs hot Headshot, 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 so yeah, uh, anyway, I, I with that, I, I wanted there to be kind of a historical component to this episode, right? And and part of uh, the way that I, you know, helped myself contextualize the total vastness of, you know, human history and story and lives that go into, like, this British attachment to their monarchy um, involved me kind of going through and just, like reading a lot about the history of monarchy in britain um and so i thought that might be kind of beneficial to sort of contextualize things a little bit especially for those of us excuse me who i think are most of our listeners who are not you know subjects of the crown um because it really does put into perspective like how ingrained in the minds of these people the idea of this monarch is um and you know also like to be clear like we have our own royalty here they're just like quasi self-made and sprung up because capitalism was allowed to run rampant so it's like and me well right and now pretty soon we'll all of course be under the enlightened rule of uh of our of our benevolent despot uh evan the first uh the great the great dominus of uh yeah. of the northeast dominus are you gonna be of, of like just this region or like do you get the whole u.s like what do you what do you want as far as the eye can see, baby. I mean, I can only see, like, across the street. My eyes see <laughs> far and wide, subject. <laughs> Bro, Evan the First sucks. <coughs> um. Sanjo. <laughs> the head, the, pe- the peasant. Um. So anyway, sit back, relax. Uh, grab yourself a fucking some beans on toast and a warm, yeah. flat beer. And, uh... Yep. Let's progress with uh, yeah. our, our brief. Yeah. Grab yourself some toad in the hole. Toad in the hole. Toad in the hole. Bubble and squeak. Bubble and squeak's pretty good. Um, <laughs> and we both agree the fish and chips slaps fucking extremely I hard. Mean, did, like, I'm just going to say, anybody could come up with fish and chips, but not anybody did. The Brits did. Yeah. And that is an S-tier dish. That is like... It's so fucking it's, it's good. It's so stupid. It's like, just fucking fry some fish. No, yeah, but it's different, fry though. Because when it's too. done right, it's got, like, that puffy, bready batter. Like, it's got Oh, the, and it's perfect. It's so oh, good. Some tartar sauce, and then you got the lemon. I don't know if they do tartar sauce. sauce over there. I, like, don't know if that's a thing. I do, like, lemon, whatever, and tartar sauce and they must. vinegar. They but They definitely there. do they vinegar um, and, and yeah, salt and whatever, one. but I don't really know if the tartar sauce is a thing. Yeah. It should be. I mean, tartar sauce on fish and chips fucking rips. It's so good. Yeah, and I mean, and you know, like the good, like the good uh, Portuguese and Irish Catholic boy that I was raised, I do enjoy nice fish and chips on a Friday. Yeah, you know, for sure. Yeah, you know, you know what I like on a Friday? Uh, what? A brief overview of the monarchy in Britain. Um, so I'm gonna. Well, it's Thursday. I'm gonna kind of. Shh, no, Evan, you're breaking the immersion. <laughs> 
So well, they're probably gonna. It's probably releasing on Monday. You never let me have anything. You wouldn't even let me choose my satrapy. Which satrapy would you like? No, I'm happy with Newton. I just wanted to be the one to okay. choose it. I just need a little Let's agency I... in this relationship. You don't have agency. I divine right of kings. No, I'm saying I want that to be what I'm called, agency. I want that to be my code name, my call sign. No. Can I have? Can I have no. a call? Sign? Okay. No. <laughs> All right. Well. I guess we'll just move on. So, um, <laughs> all right. So, okay, dude. I just look over and Sancho is like, he's like all cozy. He's got his legs like spread out and he's on his back and he was trying to lick his stomach. And so he's all curled up yeah. and just like licking his stomach, but he can barely get to it. And he's just like straining to get like each lick. It was very funny to see. <laughs> like he was desperately trying to do a sit up or something. <laughs> um,. Oh, you're the best beheadsman, aren't you? Oh, you're the best headsman ever. Yeah, he's a great headsman. Um, yeah, he does a good job. He tries his best. And he does fucking great. He can kill a motherfucker, dude. <laughs> I've seen him fucking snipe down some mice before. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. We love that. <laughs> Um, yeah, we love all right. So kid you don't like. I do want to kind of go through just because like this is the history part of the show, and you know I try to avoid things being like totally a fucking, um, totally a fucking, totally a fucking dude. <laughs> dude, I just don't want it to I be like a total totally opinion piece. A I don't want it to be a total opinion piece all the time. But um, and so okay, so uh, when you when we're talking about like monarchy in the British Isles, right? <clears throat> There's obviously like a long and really complex and really interesting history of that. Now, when it comes to like the early, early stuff, Evan went through a much better, even though it was like heavily fucky uh, version of it um, in his episodes on the history of the Kings of Britain, um, yep. which start around episode 11 or exactly at episode 11 and they end at episode 20. There's four of them and they're kind of scattered throughout that range. Um, but go back and listen to them because it's really awesome, really silly shit. Um, but, you know, if there's one thing we can glean from that, you know, there has been some form of monarchy in the bulk of the British Isles since the beginning of recorded history, which is roughly equivalent to the Roman arrival in the region. Um, that is recorded history, uh, if not, you know, a tad earlier. Um, yeah. Details get very murky in these early accounts, but suffice it to say um, yeah. that the early Celtic tribes of the land would likely have mostly fallen under loose tribal groupings. Um, we don't have super detailed records, and what we do have is written by the racist and xenophobic Romans who were conquering that land and obviously not inclined to write about many of the virtues of these people all that often. Um, Although, yeah, and then you do have Boudicca and her uh, right. naked uh, warriors. Which, but again, like, there's so much of that is called into question by modern historians that it's like, it's tough to even discuss it with any degree of certainty, at least I not for me. Romans. What'd you say? I trust the Romans. Yeah, that's true. You would. I mean, your 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 enlightened well, despotism is descended from their their ilk. Dominus et Deus, baby. Yeah. Um, but so you know, there may have been brief periods like Boudicca is called a queen um, of unity under kings or whatever particularly influential chiefs. Uh, but truthfully, we just like don't know that much about it. Um, in the medieval period, after the coming of the Anglo-Saxons, things get a little more clearly defined, uh, and that's when you start yeah. to see the the classical petty English kingdoms emerge. Um, you also have, you know, like the Pictish lands and the Irish lands, um, 
in the north and the west, um, <clears throat> which are kind of off doing their own thing right now because they never really came under Irish control. And so there just isn't as much written about them. You got some Danish control too around this time. Yeah, well, so yeah, that that'll happen Can in a second. Great and shit. Um, but so the the Anglo-Saxons come first, um, and you start to see all the Anglo-Saxon kingdoms like kind of take shape, like Mercia, East Anglia, Northumbria. Um, the big one ends up being Wessex. Uh, look up Alfred the Great. He really was great. Pretty unique guy. I'm doing a pretty sweet Alfred the Great run in CK3 right now, where I finally yeah, I got my brother say, to just die. Seeing and... these names is make me. Oh, dude, dude, it's you know fucking. I'm, <laughs> it's, it's I'm sloppy for that shit. Um, but yeah, so the Vikings come. They had a really nice time fighting with the Anglo-Saxons, doing a bit of this, a bit of that, um, and they established their own. You know, the Dane law, um, their own dominion in England and in Ireland and in Scotland. Yep. Empire of the Northern Sea. The Empire of the Northern Sea were off of the Great, uh, or no, Canute the Great. Um, yeah, Canute. You know, becomes king of England and of Denmark and of Norway, um, and then dies and then everything falls apart. Um, <laughs> and then in 1066, another kind of pseudo Viking fella um, comes from fucking France and decides that he yeah. is jealous and he also wants to have a nice time fighting with everybody. Uh, and his name was William the Bastard. Um, but then he comes and he does a bit of conquering, and so they change that to William the Conqueror. But he is still and he's also uh, for our, our Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon and the Song of Ice and Fire head out, heads out there. The basis for Aegon the Conqueror. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean Westeros is pretty clearly just like England and Scotland. Yeah, it's supposed to. Yeah, it's, it's like wicked. The War of the Roses. It's, yeah, it's fucking really yeah. lame. In hindsight, I fucking hate that shit so much. Like, it's so stupid what? and just fucking dumb. What? Fucking The Song of Ice and Fire. Oh, I love it. I know you do. You're an idiot. <laughs> that, yeah, it must be that. <laughs> it must just be that, honestly. <laughs> hey, I don't like it. Well, you're stupid. You're stupid, yeah, well, Ben. You, yeah, you are a fucking... Well, the thing about you is you must just be a real big, yeah. stupid, poopy butt brain Don't you get your head out of your fucking <laughs> maybe if you suck that big old head right up out of that dirty butt yeah. you got <laughs> um we're off the rails this episode's gonna be bananas i like it actually i, I think we should do yeah. more of this but um yeah. so anyway so william the conqueror and so now britain it's it's all mixed up so the normans control england and they're frenchifying everything but they're also Remember, they're Vikings. William is the descendant. Norman, meaning Norseman. Right. He's he's the great-great-grandson or whatever of Rollo, who was a straight-up Viking who was raiding the coast of Normandy. Fucking awesome name, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great and name. candy. And, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking sweet candy, too, dude. I gotta say, bro. <laughs> Listen, the, the, the Viking was cool. But the caramel-filled candy? Dude, fucking shouts out to Rollos, dude. (laughs) Dicks out, fellas. Let's get the Rollos going. Oh, bro, you ever smash a couple of Rollos together and have, like, a fucking giant Rollo? Mega Rollo. (laughs) Um, So he he was a Viking, and he, like, they just... The French king was really weak for a long time, and he gave him Normandy and was like, if I give you this and make you a duke, will you just, like, defend the coast from other Vikings? He was like, yeah, fuck yeah. But then just, like, became basically independent and, like... (laughs) <laughs> was still a piece of shit and just had all this land and became really powerful. And yeah, was technically still uh, swear swore fealty right to the king of France. This is I think we've actually talked about this in the episode before. Yeah, one of the funny things about like uh, um, oh, just you know 
medieval history and like um can't think of the fucking word right now um but it's the fact that like when William the Bastard conquered England and became king of England he was still Duke of Normandy but Normandy didn't become part of England Normandy was still part of France and technically the Duke had fealty to the king right. of France except Norman uh except William and the king of France were at the same level right. so it's just this whole Yeah he was he was an equal king but also but technically in France. Yeah, and they were they were separate realms. So it all just got really fishy. And I mean, really yeah. if you think about it, like what does that lead to? Just war with France. Like we're just gonna have to fight France to figure this shit out. And so they did many times for the next like several hundred years. Um and I mean, but still for a long time the Duchy of Normandy was considered the more prestigious title than the Kingdom of England. Because it was just richer and yeah. more, you know, brought more prestige. Yeah, you were on the French mainland as yeah. opposed to fucking dick suck island. <laughs> yeah, dude, big old fucking <laughs> sloppy bean land. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucking, yeah. You what, mate? <laughs> yeah. This is like a profoundly, like, subtly and then not subtly, like, anti-British episode. <laughs> I know. Which I, I, I got, a lot, of, so I got a lot of love for, for the Isles. Like, me too, I yeah. Love. Oh, God, I mean, that's like, but dude. But I will make fun of as the, a, the beans on toast shit. As a fucking pink man with, like, odd body hair and, like, a disappointing penis, I owe everything I have to the fucking British Isles. You but are like, from uh, sheep fucker stock. Oh, big time. Big I time. I believe one of your great-grandfathers may have been a sheep. I'm telling you right now, dude, that the 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 reason that we all have small dicks is because you don't need a big one to fuck sheep. And in fact, yeah. it's considered... Uh, uh, it's actually it's yeah, considered it's actually a boon of, not to have something one. Something of a performance so, enhancer to have a little, a little pinch. So in dude. certain circles, actually, I'm perfectly endowed. Thank you very I'm much. Actually, kind of fucking Marlon Brando. Of you know, depending you know, right, if, if if you asked a Yorkshire long hair, I'm actually quite <laughs> the catch. Um, yeah. So you, this you is you may hear out. This is a this is a an anti bestiality podcast. Like majorly, you take a hard stance. We take a hard, hard anti bestiality stance. stance. But like you know, also culture is culture, and like my heritage is my yeah, heritage. We don't we don't we don't belittle the Welsh, but no, no, no. Well, actually, you know what? We should never fucking belittle the Welsh because they've put up with more than anyone. Because here's the thing: they don't even get considered. Like everybody's like, oh yeah, there's Braveheart, and like oh yeah, the IRA. And then you hear about whales, and everyone's like, what the fuck is that? Like, the animal? Or King you know? Arthur is fucking Welsh. Yeah, dude. Yeah, King Arthur was fucking Welsh, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, and then there was that famous, what is he, The Prince? Welsh are, were the last uh, stronghold of the, uh, uh, I believe, of the, were they the, the like, old, like, British Celts? Yeah, so that's, they the thought is that the old... Uh, Britonic Celtic peoples yeah. were pushed west by the Anglo-Saxons, and so the last into, enclaves into the of hills and mountains of Wales. Yeah, they became Welsh. Um, and some comedian has a great joke about that, like you know they were pushed off and and unfortunately you know against their better judgment became Welsh or something like that. Um, but whatever. So that happened. So everything's super Frenchified now. Um, and the Normans also have their eyes on Scotland and Wales and Ireland, uh, which have their own unique cultural milieus, which we've been discussing. Um, and then over the succeeding centuries, English hegemony is going to be brutally and very decisively established over all of the British Isles. Um, for those of us who don't know, I'm assuming everyone here does, but the British Isles are Ireland, which is Ireland. Um, well, usually you call them the British and Irish Isles. Sure. Okay. Well, so going back oh, traditionally now, oh, yes, oh, and that's Irish. to that is to differentiate the fact because, and this is for good reason, 
Uh, the Irish do not love being lumped in as part of Great Britain or part of uh, uh, the UK, which happens fucking constantly and probably mostly by Americans. Yeah. So um, they're not. Um, so sure, British and Irish Isles, whatever the, the currently accepted milieu is. Um, so there's Ireland, and then there is the island of Great Britain, upon which are the countries of England, Wales, and Scotland. Um, got the Isle of Man, you know. You want the there's the Isle of Man. There's Guernsey. There's Jersey. So there's Jersey. Yeah. There's there's the Channel there's Islands, a lot going on. All right, buddy. Can we fucking move on? Um. So there's always there's the Sutrayar and the Nortrayar. <laughs> um. So we've got there's a lot of different little places, but that's the bulk of it. Um. And so there's the Pharaoh. You don't want to forget about the Pharaoh Islands. The, the, so <laughs> those aren't part of uh, the British Isles, but so um, well they're, they're close by. Okay, so so, uh, so the House of Normandy, which is the the descendants of William the Conqueror, um, which lasts from 1066 to 1154, give way to the Plantagenets, uh, who reigned from 1154 to 1399 uh, under Henry the Second, who at the height wait, of his wait, power. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My neighbors were yelling outside. Oh. Might really upset my kitty. <laughs> okay. Well. Can you can you tell them to like fucking power through this for a minute? Inside. Can you I think they took it inside. Okay. Nothing like dude, new violent. nothing like New Bedford Street yelling. Like it's just dude, it's yeah, a, it sounded violent. It's a different it sounded like some domestic dispute going on. Hell yeah. No, we I we like that. We might be a fucking anti bestiality podcast, but we are a pro domestic violence podcast, like through and through. The kingdom of heaven does not condone domestic <laughs> violence. You will lose your left hand for That's that. That's fair. Your beaten hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your, 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 your pussy whipping hand. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is so, this is the fucking best and worst episode. Going on. Um, so. I'm 3D2, bitches in the backseat, rolling up a fast sheet. Smoke good on a bad week, cruising down on Georgia Ave. I hit my little cousin block. Gotta get some game to the thighs. I roll smooth in a hard top coupe, it's dark blue. Thugging with my bottom, bitch, she really the truth. I bust a right, a left, all hands on deck. Hit the blades and fade, got the hose on check. I'm styling, on a punk trick, I'm sliding. Really cross country, had the hose on the island. Flashy, bitch, ain't that classy. Pop a little pussy, shut your mouth, don't sass me You pass me, catch me looking clean on the set Real life peace, keep the mink on the vest I'm big timing, had to sprinkle finesse Whole crew cap talking Mitchell and Ness Y'all ain't real Old square ass niggas uh, so uh, at the height when, when Henry II, the first of the Plantagenets uh, Inherits um, the Kingdom of England yeah. uh, He is also in control of nearly half of France And so this is known as the Angevin Empire and then they go on to conquer Ireland and parts of Scotland and whatever, which is fun. Uh, and the Normans had also done that. So it's like sort of completed between the Norm, the House of Normandy and the Plantagenets. They sort of complete most of that conquest, um, which then will go back and forth over succeeding you know, centuries and, and stuff will become independent, well, whatever. Um, yep. <clears throat> Richard the Lionheart, you've heard of him? Yeah, you, you've heard Robin of him. Robin Hood. You know him, you love him. Uh, the Magna Carta. Uh, not the Kanye West thing. Uh, uh, I don't like the Magna Carta. We're getting rid of it. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, though you you you, sh- you wouldn't like it. Um, this is all, but this is all Plantagenet you're not shit. You're not allowed to say the word. Um, so Magna Carta was especially important because yeah, it's it's an early that. example of legal limitations of monarchical power by their lords. Um, it gets thrown around. <laughs> Boo! Boo! It gets thrown around a lot as like an example of like, uh, you know. An early document like a Bill of Rights or something, but really the only people that are getting rights from it are like other like lesser pieces of shit. So it's not like the common people are still living in the muck and like being treated like they live in the muck. Um, but it's you know it's something. It's some kind of progress towards like limiting monarch- monarchical power. So that's that's important, I guess. Um, <clears throat> then during the reign of Henry the Third. In this same period, in 1236, uh, the Magna Carta was reissued, and the meetings of lords that it sort of allowed for, um, which would come together to kind of regulate the king's actions and vote on things he could and couldn't do, um, that starts to become known as Parliament, right? And so this is the sort of early birth of too. the parliamentary system. Um, great band. Yeah, a great band, too, yeah. Um, and then you've heard of Edward the Longshanks, Braveheart. That's He's a Plantagenet king. That all happens during this period of time. Um, and then next comes the House of Lancaster. Or Lancaster. I don't fucking know how they say this shit. 1399 to 1461. Uh, Henry V. Okay. St. Crispin's Day. Uh, I'm actually just going to put that whole speech in here because it's the fucking best. Uh, of fighting men. They have full three score thousand. That's five to one. Besides, they are all fresh. Is a fearful odds. Oh, that we now had here. But one ten thousand of those men in England that do no work today. What's he that wishes so? My cousin Westmoreland? No, my fair cousin. If we are marked to die, we are enough to do our country loss. And if to live, the fewer men, the greater share of honor. God's will, I pray thee, wish not one man more. Brother, proclaim it, Westmoreland, through my host, that he which hath no stomach to this fight, let him depart. His passport shall be made, and crowns for convoy put into his purse. We would not die in that man's company that fears his fellowship to die with us. This day is called the Feast of Crispian. He that outlives this day and comes safe home will stand at tiptoe when this day is named and arouse him at the name of Crispian. He that shall see this day and live old age will yearly, on the vigil, feast his neighbors and say, tomorrow, is St. Crispin's. Then will he strip his sleeve and show his scars and say these wounds I had on Crispin's day. Old men forget. Yet all shall be forgot, but he'll remember with advantages what feats he did that day. Then shall our names, familiar in their mouths as household words, Harry the King, Bedford and Exeter, Warwick and Talbot, Salisbury and Gloucester be in their flowing cups freshly remembered. This story shall the good man teach his son, and Crispin Crispian shall ne'er go by from this day to the ending of the world. But we in it shall be remembered. We few, 
We happy few, we band of brothers. For he today that sheds his blood with me shall be my brother. Be he ne'er so vile, this day shall gentle his condition. And gentlemen in England, now abed, shall think themselves accursed they were not here, and hold their manhoods cheap, whilst any speaks that thought with us upon St. Crespin's Day! Um, my dad turned me on to that. Maybe my favorite Shakespeare. Um, and definitely my favorite like monologue or one of my favorite monologues. It's so good. And the, uh, the Kenneth Branagh version from that movie is, is, is a ripper. Um, so that's all, you know, Lancaster. And then the house of York briefly usurps from 1461 to 1485. Uh, and then they're succeeded by the Tudors. You've heard of the Tudors, Henry VIII, Anne Boleyn, uh, they annex Wales. They separate from the Catholic church, big deal, oh. church of England, uh, all, all big fucking Tudor shit. Um, Funnily enough, the death of the first Elizabeth, Elizabeth I, the Elizabethan era, uh, marks the end of the Tudor Tudor era of England. Um, yep. And at this point, Scotland, which was you know had ind- been independent since they won their independence from Henry the Longshanks in the Plantagenet era, um, is ruled by James the Sixth, and he ends up inheriting the throne of England as well. We love this guy, James the Sixth and First of England and Scotland, uh, both mm-hmm. crowns nominally separate, but unified under his rule. Uh, this is called the House of Stuart. Just benevolent fucking Scottish rule, the way it ought to be, okay? From the fucking top down, baby! And this is the only period in time where I support and love the monarchy in England, okay? You'll learn to love mine. Yeah, no, I'm sure I will through, like, uh, re-education camps and, like... Have you already learned? I think you're gonna have to probably expend a little elbow grease on me, bud. Losing the right hand. I'm just saying, I've like I've like seen you throw up way too many times for not to need to be re-educated a little bit. Uh, the, the, the king does not throw up. You're losing your He head. merely expels the ill wishes of his enemies. He expels, yeah, expels the curses that have been uh, blown upon me by uh, by by the jealous uh, masses outside of his kingdom. Um, let's power through this part because we're actually almost at an hour. Damn. All right. So this episode was yeah, actually yeah, easier yeah. to do than I realized. Um, so his descendant, uh, Anne, unifies the crowns in 1707 and the kingdom of Great Britain is formed. Uh, and it also included Wales and parts of Ireland as well, but they weren't considered... Necess- they were like crown possessions. They weren't necessarily parts like... Great Britain is is Scotland. Oh, and hold England. on one second. <laughs> uh, no, not right now. Okay. Right, what did you just get invited to go do some bad shit? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Somebody was just saying hi. Yeah. Um, so then Anne is succeeded in 1714 by her second cousin, George I, House of Hanover. He's fucking German, okay? It's bad news already. Things are starting to go downhill, and we're heading towards present day, and I don't like how this is looking, because we don't fuck with the Germans, okay? Great Britain is heavily... We're an anti-German podcast. Super anti-German, dude, except for their, uh, I really like their bread, uh, I like their beer. I like their beer. Um, yeah. I like their women, and I like their men. Uh, I like their Venus. I like how organized they are. Um, I do kind of like Lederhosen a bit. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, some good music from there. 
the big uh, titty uh, bar wenches. Yeah, dude, absolutely. And frankly, the small tittied ones too. Like honestly, yeah. equal equal love and respect for titties of all sizes, as long as we they... basically like everything about Germany except for how the Germans think of themselves. Yeah, and the Nazis. <laughs> that's 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 what I just oh said. <laughs> how the Germans think of themselves. Oh, for sure, for sure. Although I will <laughs> say, most like average Germans are are pretty fucking well educated on that shit and pretty anti-Nazi, which I do like. Um, <clears throat> so. George I, House of Hanover, uh, they're heavily into their colonization era now. Um, they're reaching into the Americas and starting to go everywhere else. <clears throat> yep. And during this period uh, is when they finally become known as the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Ireland, following the Acts of Union in 1800, wherein Ireland is officially brought fully into the fold. And they're not just, like, getting overtly, like, raped by English landowners. They have, like, a small degree of, of agency as, like, true members of the country now. Um, that's not yep. to say that they get, like, treated well, but it's, like, whatever. It's sort of a little handout. Um, I still do get excited <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'd also like to give a quick shout-out to my boys in the Continental Congress for fucking their shit up in 1776. Um, we did fuck their shit up, and that's cool, but also, like, we turned out but, to be uh, fucking... Uh, but I think uh, the uh, history has largely... <laughs> Uh, 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 not exalted them, yeah. but rather right. has shown this to be a great uh, uh, purview or a great uh, beginning of injustice upon them. Sure, yeah, absolutely, because like, here we are, right? Um, but still, what, whatever, badass, Revolutionary War is pretty sick. Um, you know, we it was weird that we won, you know? I think people are still yeah. trying to figure that one out. Well, our boys in France helped us a little bit. Big time, and, uh, and in Germany, too, also. Actually... Actually, if France hadn't helped us out, I doubt we would have won. No, no, yeah, France and Germans. There were a bunch of Hessians yeah. that came. Hessian mercenaries came. Yeah. And, uh, and then right after that, something extremely swag happened in France. Oh, yeah. They, they copied us, basically. Dude, I was just talking to my French friend the other day, and I was like, yeah. uh, friend's a stretch because he's French, but uh, I was like talking to him about the American Revolution. He was like, oh, well, you know, of course you guys copied us. And I was like, I'm sorry, what was that? And he goes, well, you know, we, we had the revolution, and then, of course, you did also. And I was like, buddy, I think might actually. Check your dates you might want to check your You might want to check that out, pal. And he's like, with what? And I was like, yeah, no, we we did that shit first. I'm not saying we did it best. We definitely did that shit first. And he was like, yeah, no. We didn't have a Napoleon. Okay? No, right. You guys had Napoleon, <laughs> he was like, so you are cooler. But. He was like, no fucking way. <laughs> and, yeah, he looked it up, and he was, like, shocked, like, had no idea. So I think they're yeah. – Maybe glossing over that a little bit in France. <laughs> um, and everything so, I have learned has been a lie. Everything is a lie. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, so Victoria, who is the last of the uh, the Hanoverian monarchs, we've heard of her, Queen yeah. Victoria. She's got a whole age named after her, and another uh, paradox game, and the new one's coming out, and I want to play that. And generally speaking, her age is oftentimes used as a dystopian setting, or yeah, or as a you know, as inspiration, such as in the game Bloodborne. Yeah, just like just like a smog-filled wasteland, uh, yeah. where just like injustices of all kinds are just meted out and in, in keeping if you'd like portions. To hear more about the Victorian age, you can listen to episodes twenty-one and twenty-three on Jack the Ripper. Yeah, absolutely, fucking great point. I forgot to mention those in my notes. Thanks for the layup, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, we're we're doing a lot Your of callbacks. <laughs> yeah, my king is a just and fair king with yeah. a supple male form. Ooh, can I join the king's harem, daddy? 
Sorry, okay. I just get real yeah, hot for you're, kings. You're about to lose the satrap. I get hot for kings. You will no longer be my satrap. I want. I just want to be the Hephaestion to your Alexander. That's been my. No, and I'll be honest with you. You'll, there, you'll have what it I know that the, I know that some of our fans are like Yowie shippers and have just been waiting for this moment. They want us to finally get together and admit our love I for each other. I think you are that fan. Dude. It sounds like you are that fan. <laughs> Would you find my deviant art? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I draw you with like six-pack abs. <laughs> yeah, I found your Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> I just have this massive fucking, prehensile penis my, choking My you. fucking blog spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you draw me like, but like where my dick is oh, the alien God. from Alien and it's just going down your throat. I'm not okay. <laughs> Um, all right yeah that's for sure um so she uh it was previously the longest reigning monarch in british history uh she ended the house of hanover ushered in the industrial age brought about the final transitions to constitutional monarchy in the uk which i guess is like a a, whatever as a monarch he hates it but i think in real life evan would say it's better than absolute monarchy um and so now her successor, Edward the Seventh. I think they should all be. Uh, they should all get the Bolshevik. Treatment. Of course, one hundred percent. So her success for Ed, successor Edward the Seventh ushers in the house of Saxe Coburg and Gotha, uh, which sounds super German, even more German than the fucking Hanovers. Hanover. Now yeah. this is actually the current royal house, but Edward the Seventh's successor, George the Fifth, changes that name in nineteen seventeen to Windsor. Uh, because it sounded less German. And so World War One is going on, and people are like, eh, maybe our kings shouldn't sound like they're related to the German kings, which they were, well, they were. <laughs> like, majorly, and they looked the same. The George Russians. V and Kaiser Wilhelm and uh, Tsar Nicholas II were, like, identical yeah. twins. It was, oh, did, yeah. It was fucking crazy. They were all, like, first oh, especially cousins. Especially Nicholas and, uh, Nicholas and um, uh, George. Yes. They looked fucking like, they looked like twin brothers. But the Kaiser looked a lot like them, too. Like, they were all yeah. related. Um, and so it was at this point during uh, George V's reign that the empire was at its greatest extent. You know, the sun never sets. What? What? Um, India, Australia, Canada, huge swaths of Africa, the Middle East, Asia. It's literally just fucking bananas. 1922 rolls around. Irish Free State, baby. Uh, OG IRA knocks some fucking sense into those bloody black and tans. Uh, Northern Ireland is formed. Um, as the remaining British possession of the island. And the fun just fucking keeps going. Orla, the <laughs> sluts. <laughs> um, I got a little song to play right here, too. Note to self. Play the fucking Black and Tan song. Black and Tan. Yeah. Great so. fucking tune. Um, that shit gets me so amped up. As, like, a not even Irish, really, guy. It, I love it. Yeah. I like the beard, too. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. It's black and Tan. Who, who doesn't? Yeah. It's, a, it's high quality. It's the only way to, to make Guinness palatable because it's Guinness is fucking slop. I, I, I don't mind Guinness. Yeah, I do. I mind it big time. It's fucking slop. Um, 1926, the Balfour oh, Declarations like designate independent rule for crown dominions. So like Canada, Australia, New Zealand, the white Anglophone places, uh, but not for crown colonies, India, Africa, Guyana. If you're brown, get fucked, right? Like those people are still just getting shit on. But they're having a hard time stomaching... Uh, direct rule of their like appearanced subjects uh george v's son edward the eighth scandalized the world by abdicating to marry an american divorcee named wallace something i forget her name but her first name was wallace which is pretty what fucking hot fuck? 
Um, and so Elizabeth II's father, George VI, uh, took the was throne. Was his name Gromit? Hell yeah, dude. Sick joke. Um, Wallace and Gromit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> let's, let's hear it. I got it. Let's hear it for Wallace and Gromit, folks. Get some on, cheese, Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I remember. There's a penguin with a plunger. I don't remember all the fucking... <laughs> yeah. I used to love Wallace and Gromit as a kid. Yeah, though. me too when I was a kid. Shit was, was so, so good. Yeah, um, it's completely incomprehensible. The moon is made of cheese. Well, I don't even know if I'm doing a Wallace... Like, I don't even know if the accent I'm doing is even close. Come on, Gromit. <laughs> anyway. I, all I can think of is the come town bits on it, and it's just like... Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, suck my ass, like, Gromit. Um, fuck my ass, Gromit. <laughs> oh, man. R.I.P. to some real ones. Um, so, uh, Edward, the who are we talking about? George VI. Uh, he gets them through World War II. He gives that famous speech where he doesn't stutter, um, despite being like just massively the product of incest, he gets his way through a fucking sentence, and now there's a movie about it, and everyone's excited. He overcame the <laughs> trials and tribulations of being a yeah. fucking genetic he, he fucking accident, free. and he yeah. got his way through a speech. He could barely move his jaw. He was so <laughs> like. Anyway, we're, you know what? That's really ableist of me, but. <laughs> At the same time, like... Oh, you can make fun of in, uh, incest. I feel like I can make fun of specifically royals for incest. You know, yeah. anyone else is like, okay, it's not their fault. And I guess technically it's not his either, but... No. Ugh. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, you can still make fun of it. Yeah, I, I think I'm so. Sorry, you're not gonna you're gonna hurt a royal person's feelings. Yeah, like, that's sort of the premise of this whole episode. Um, yeah. And so that, in only like a thousand words, is a brief overview of monarchy in Britain. Uh, because when uh, George the Sixth uh, dies, uh, which is another important thing in our story, he his daughter Elizabeth the Second becomes the queen. Is it regnant or regnant? I never know how to say that. I think it's regnant. Um, in 1952, and then she just died now, uh, almost 71 years later. So, yeah. fucking bananas. Um, and so that takes us up to present day, basically. Yeah. So hopefully that did a bit to demonstrate, like as condensed as it was, the extent to which uh, monarchy is central to British history and society. It's been around forever in some form or another. Um, and so it's so completely culturally pervasive that it's like kind of nuts, you know, for I think a lot of people in the UK to conceive of life without it. Now, I think those of them who are being honest with themselves would probably admit that they don't really need that shit. But there's just this sort of like, eh, but it's always been there. You know what I mean? It's always been there. Yeah. And even my, you know, some of my relatives I, I talked to were like, you know, I'd rather that than a president. And it's like, okay, like, fucking, yeah, I'm not going to, like, sit here and extol the virtues of that either. But yeah, um, we both got bad systems. Yeah, like, no one's over here. Like, that felt like a very, like, uh, you know, when, when Trump people are like, so what, you love Joe Biden? And it's like, fucking, nope. Like, nope. you don't have to join a club to have opinions. Like, it's you can fucking yeah, nope. hate him. No, I, I love Fidel Castro. <laughs> right. You know, sorry. There what I love is fucking Caesar Augustus. Like, yeah. I don't Listen, love, yeah. I love Napoleon. <laughs> yeah. I love Diocletian. <laughs> All right. Yeah, dude. Marcus Aurelius. That's really what I, that's yeah. who I fucking want. Dude, it'd be so swag if we were ruled by Napoleon. Yeah, dude. That'd just cool. forever. Just like a mecha just, Napoleon who's like kept I mean, alive. we're already always at war. We may as well have the cool right. uh, emperor fucking marshal. Yeah, we may as well. We may as well. Um, so anyway, uh, so here's, uh, I guess, where it leaves me, right? <clears throat> so sure. it's been around forever, this monarchy system. Now, no. and I don't know how you feel about this, but the way I feel about it, I think, right now, where I'm at right now with this, is right. that if people in one sovereign nation, right, 
decide that they like having a fucking monarch still in the modern age. And they implement reforms to restructure that monarchy into like something like what the UK has. And folks are generally happy with that. I'm glad I don't live under that. Yeah. But like, cool, fine, whatever. Well, I mean, yeah, the entire thing is a psyop to prevent them from getting Romanov. Yeah, sure, exactly. Um, there are really legitimate arguments to be made about how inherently damaging the optics of like a legally mandated social overclass are to any true notion of like personal equality among the citizenry of a nation. Um, but I also believe in national sovereignty. And, you know, I've heard from enough Brits that they're cool with having a monarch to feel like that's not a totally ridiculous sentiment to assume a, a pretty large portion of people feel. Um, and really, like, I'm not a citizen of that country, so fuck it. I don't think that it should really matter necessarily whether I think it's a good system or not. Um, and, you know, like I sort of mentioned earlier, I also don't kid myself that nations such as my own, i.e. like super capitalist nations, um, where that sanctioned overclass does not necessarily exist, an organic overclass will sort I mean, of birth yeah, we, itself. We definitely have an American aristocracy. Exactly. And they'll fulfill largely the same role. And just because they're not defined, you know, in the same way by some charter or whatever, um, they're fulfilling largely the same role. They just don't have all of the, like, pomp and ceremony that make that monarchy pill go down so sweet and easy if you're, like, a white Brit. Um, despite all this, at the end of the day, if the majority of people in the UK like living in a constitutional monarchy, I don't really give a fuck. Um, but that monarchy hasn't existed merely within the confines of England or even the British Isles or British and Irish Isles for at least like a millennium. Um, so on top of the inherent issues with the monarchy in your own country, um, this monarchy has been foisted upon countless other nations over the last few centuries. So, right, like while I might not necessarily be bothered if like that wasn't the case, like you can't really make that argument because this monarchy was it was expansionist. It wasn't like some little fucking content nation it's not this benign institution it was like a violently um colonizing and conquest driven machine sorry there's a car alarm if you'd like to hear more listen to episodes 25 and 27 about the opium wars can you hear that car alarm yeah Grams about to add the mix. Is you hip to little shit? Hip to little shit. I didn't hit the little bitch, you hip to little shit. Don't be shy with that soda, nigga, work your wrist. Baby, fuck a vacation, I'm trying to take a trip. If you trying to throw through blue faces, you gotta take a ride it in a peanut. Shh, my nigga, you hip to little shit. Ain't shit to send a bliss, my nigga, you hip to little shit. Bitch, come and suck this dick for a new outfit. She my favorite tech, I like the way she ride that. She my favorite tech, I like the way she hide that. If it ain't about that money, baby, I ain't trying to politic. Is you hip? I just really, really wanna know. Is you hip? Face down, ass up. Is you hip? Face down, ass up, little bitch. What you want, a car or a kit? RIP my nigga kid, bitch, I'm really rich. You see this dirty ass cup, 10-5%. She said, can you teach me how to make money legit? Man, no, but I can teach you how to sell a bricks. Is you hip? Teach you how to break it down in splits. You a hit, like a little nigga out of spit. Got your bitch riding through the zone, screaming free rip. Don't be calling on my money phone, talking how this shit. Is you hip? This the way I make my money, little bitch. And your bitch from the back, I pull it out and bust all on her tits. Then you how to tell you put the switchy on the glitch. Get my real hundred thousand, I spend fifty with the quickness. And that's just my other lane. I can't tell you about my other lane. That's the underlay for the overlay. If they play with the pay, bitch. In a different state just to get it. Is you hip? You could do a little dance on the. Sh- is lit. It's a hundred. 
vacation, I'm tryna take a trip If you tryna throw some blue faces, you gotta take a rip Hide it in a peanut, my nigga, you hit the little shit Ain't shit that's in a blitz, my nigga, you hit the little shit Um, <clears throat> and so well, I, if you'd I, like to hear more, <laughs> listen to episodes 25 and 27, the Opium Wars. Yeah, hell yeah. About how uh, Great Britain uh, went to war to uh, uh, turn Chinese people into drug addicts. Yeah, dude. <laughs> they fought for their right to just, like, pump drugs drug into a dealers, sovereign dude. nation. Um, yeah, it fucking rules. What dog shit. And I think Opium Wars 1 is, like, one of our biggest episodes now, which I just realized and didn't know that that had, like... It's uh, our biggest non-Jimmy Fallon going up. Really? No. Oh, that's cool. I thought it was like number yeah, four. Yeah, that five. one and uh, American Utopia Part 1 have basically been going back and forth for like months now. Oh. Probably like a year now, really, yeah. about being the most popular. That's funny. Um, And then my CERN one is on there all of a sudden. So thank you guys for listening Top to that. Top 10 episode. Yeah. I, 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 I just noticed that as well. Um, I yeah. So, I'm mounting a little comeback. I'm trying to get back in the top ten, because Evan was fucking clearing up for a while. <laughs> I was down to, like, two. I only had, like, two in there. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and you know what? Frankly, a win for Evan is a win for me, because we do this together. But, like, also, like, a little friendly competition between friends is, like, the most beautiful yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, if you do want to get into competition, too, you know, you claim that the guest episodes are between us, but I have led on those episodes and done the background for them. Yeah, I mean, you can take credit for them. That's fine. Um, yeah. Because you, you do like Twitter and you reach out to all those people. So they can all be yours. That's that's perfect. And, uh, and there will be another movie episode coming soon. The the thing about them is that they're not mine. They don't count for me because I, I don't feel the need to do that. Um, Plus, yours is mine since I'm your monarch. So. <laughs> sure. Um, so actually, I, I have every episode. So uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what am I trying to say here? I don't know. Uh, where were we? Uh, yeah, I don't fucking know. Um, I, 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 we got off on a tangent. Yeah, we're, we're, that, this whole episode's a fucking tangent. I'm just going to leave all yeah. of this in because I like it a lot. I really like the yeah. loosey-goosey nature of this one. Um, so yeah. the legacy of the British monarchy, I think that I've noticed that it people talk about it like it's this benign thing. And they talk about, like, well, why do you care? She was just a figurehead anyway. And it's like, well, now... But like she not really benefited from the genocide. Yeah, and like not that long ago, that stuff was still yeah. actively happening. Like really, not that long ago. Like less than a hundred years ago. Like inside the last century, fucking Britain was Rhodesia still was still a thing. Right. Like Britain was still actively fucking brutalizing people in other parts of the world. Like yeah. really recently, and like turning their noses up to like us. Like, well, we abolished they were, slavery they were committing for Africa. genocide against Black Africans right. in Africa. Decades like ago. Like decades while ago. While she was queen. Yeah. And, and you know what? I guess what I really want to focus in on, because we're like kind of towards the end of our time, like, um, is the fact that like yeah. that is what I feel like is the overall legacy of the British monarchy, right? Because even on their own, their neighbors, right? So look at like Ireland, Scotland, Wales, um, uh, the Northern Irish, like, and whatever. Don't like at me. I believe in a united Ireland, but fuck it. Like that doesn't exist right now. Um, they get treated like in very recent history have been treated like absolute dog shit by the english and by the 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 anglo-centric british monarchy um and <clears throat> those are like white people that are you know now fucking anglophone people like they're as close to english as you can get without being it you know in terms of geography and 
general culture. Obviously, there are massive differences, but like, and those I mean, people there, have been a re- violently ag- and aggressively repressed forever. So, like, if that's how they treat their closest relatives and neighbors, how do you think they're going to treat people in India? How do you think they're going to treat people in fucking Kenya? Yeah. How do you think they're going to treat people in the West Indies? Like, it's yeah. I mean, like, all you have to really look is the Tories are basically the the. A political wing of the British aristocracy. Yeah. And all you have to know to really see, like, what the rest of the uh, British and Irish Isles think of the aristocracy is look at, like, I mean, the Tories basically own a one party state there. The only time Labour has even been able to win is when they became the Tories. But, like, look at, like, election maps. Like, like the Tories constantly win just fucking centered right there around yeah. London. And then, like, in Northumbria and shit. And, like, basically everywhere else, you'll see fucking uh, red for Labour or sometimes, you know, the Lib Dems yeah. or, you know, or the other parties, but... The Sausage and Beans Party! Yeah. <laughs> the Beans on Toast Party. I like <laughs> H&P brown sauce on my breakfast. <laughs> Yeah, you guys eat like shit. Like, can we just put that out there? And everybody's like, oh, London's a global food city. London's a global food city. It's like, yeah, because you've, like, allowed food from other places to fucking take off Oh, yeah, I love when when they try to claim kebab as the, like, national dish. No fucking way. What the fuck are you talking about? No fucking way. And, again. Listen, just call it fucking fish and chips. We have. There is native American cuisine. Now, I can't claim it because all the good shit that's invented here was made by fucking slaves and oppressed black people here. So I'm not kidding myself that we're, like, better. I'm just saying, you guys fucking suck. And, like, our yeah. version of that is way better. Like, barbecue? Are you fucking joking? Like, that shit fucking rips just dicks. Like, <laughs> or, like, gumbo or jambalaya? Yeah. But, again, like, all we owe all credit to fucking, like, it, none of it goes to me yeah. and my fucking people. Like, that shit. We yeah, get, we got no, lobster rolls. I do not get to take credit for, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but again, that's all. That's English as fuck. Like, let's cut it up and mix yeah. it with cold mayonnaise. Um, well, anyway, I digress. I um, I yeah, think we gotta, that we, we do have to wrap this up. So I guess let's just sort of like finish up. Like, so also we should say another genocide, British Raj. You know, yes, I talk like about that in the notes. People and, died. Yeah, the, the, the British Raj. Right, like I said that hundred right years ago. Yeah, the British Raz is like a is a really striking example of just like total wanton cultural destruction, genocide, institutionalized racism, slave labor, all that shit, and that was going and then on chopping like chopping up land based on ethnic ties so that you could con- uh, divide and conquer. Yeah, look at the, the Middle East. Like, the main reason that Pakistan, Bangladesh, India, those were one region yeah. that did not uh, have like animosity really towards each other. Until the fucking Brits came along, and they're like, "All right, so the Pakistanis will be right here. You're Muslim Indians. We're gonna give you this Bangladesh, and you can all kill each other now." And then they did the same thing with like Syria, Jordan, Iraq, yeah. um, all that stuff. And like that, it's just it's a fucking disaster. Palestine, like it's all it's all yeah. a fucking mess. And it's just because they came in, swept through like a fucking hurricane, and then just chopped it all up. I'm like, you guys have to fucking be countries the way we see it now. And like it's just yeah. it's bananas. Um, and, you know, we had our greasy little fingers and all that, but, like, let's not pretend... Yeah, now now we are, like, the armed wing. We are the, the we are the big swing and dick now, but, like, we weren't when any of this shit happened. Or at least we hadn't, yeah. like, and achieved total... And even then, total. still, like, the, the Brits and the Americans are hand-in-glove yeah. when dividing up the rest of the world. It's just now the Americans are, like, the, the fucking muscle. Yeah, we're the little brother that grew up to be bigger and stronger. Yeah. Right? So, like, big it's brother like can't the, beat us up anymore, but, like, we still... It's like pinky in the brain, you know? It is very... Sort of, sort of like that. 
<laughs> the same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. Um, the, the only difference is that we actually did do that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, I don't know. I, I, I think that at the end of the day, like I feel like we're hardly like the number one voices to talk about the injustices of the British crown or whatever, but I just wanted to kind of touch on it, give it like our little left on red spiel, our little whoozy whatsy. And, um, you know, now here we are with Charles of the Puffy Feet and, you know, Evan and I are both joking about it, but like totally serious about the fact that like, let's, yeah, let's just keep that process rolling. You know, in my episode description, I said like, today's episode is about the the number one fad sweeping the globe, having your monarch die. Will this yeah. just be a passing fad or will this craze carry on indefinitely? We can only hope. Yeah. Like, I just hope that dying kings becomes the newest fucking biggest thing. Because um, yep. I just don't think there yeah, should but be. No, any. if Charles dies anytime soon, they are gonna fucking keep that close to the goddamn vest. Yeah, yeah, they'll dress somebody up with like big prosthetic fake feet and yeah. have him fucking hobble around. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they'll go fight. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine. <coughs> yeah, I'm Charles. <laughs> Good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, the king. Yeah. He's just got like a transatlantic oh, accent. He's like not even super British. I know. He's like, he's like yeah, he, they just found some like old Canadian dude that kind of looks like Charles. Oh, sure. Yeah. No, I'm Charles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm King Charles. Yeah. Grew up outside well, of Toronto. And uh, What was that? Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. Oh, here. Have a la bats. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, that was bad. Sorry, Canadians. All, uh, whatever. All this to say, I just found this whole thing really fascinating. I found it really confusing. I'm still trying to wrap my head around, like, why everyone took this so seriously. Is it just because they watched that Netflix show, The Crown? Is it just because, you know, here in the U.S. we're so inured constantly into the world of, like, social and economic elites dominating us that, like, the idea of, like, the glamorous old version of that just seems fucking sexy to us? I don't fucking really know, but I know I don't like it, and ultimately, like, I don't know. I just feel like this whole thing was a, a big fucking weird disaster, and uh, I don't know. What's your final thought? Fuck the king. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, guess I'm gonna have to eat every last chicken in yeah. this place. Think I'll take two chickens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I know this is kind of meandering, but... Any more words come pouring out of your cunt mouth. All I'll right. have to eat every fucking chicken in this room. Um, well, I had a really good time talking to you today, Evan. I'm glad that we were able to kind of hash through this. Get together. And, yeah, we were kind of able to hang out here and do an episode of Left on we Red. We were able to get together and and assault it and untie the Gordian knot that is. Yeah. What is to be done? We've, we've really cracked the code. And the answer, of course, is... The benevolent and divine reign of Evan the First. What's your house name? Oh. There's no house name, it's just Evan the First. Evan of the House Left Unread. Evan of House Left Well, no, because I have equal claim to that. You do not. You're a bastard son. Why am I a bastard son? Do you really want to yeah. get into this? Yeah. Because you were born... Uh, you were... You were lowborn. Yeah. Anyway. We'll, we'll figure out my house soon. All right. Um, well, thanks for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. Um, 
uh always fun to look at the numbers and see that they're yep. still doing really well and like we have just been on like a bi-monthly schedule no what is it bi-weekly schedule and um that seems to be working and and we're happy with what we're putting out and we'll obviously try to do more but like life happens and so yep. hopefully you guys have kind of settled into that because it seems to be what like organically happens for us um yeah uh, we'll try to get a few more out yeah if we, i'd like to get at least three a three month a month would be tight yeah, yeah. um um, so. But yeah, anyway, uh, for the uh, true Evan heads out there that want to show their support for their king, please sound off on Twitter. Sound off. Uh, you can email us at leftunbreadpod at gmail.com. You can send a, you can rate, review, subscribe us. Let it be known that you are Team Evan in the, in the reviews. Five stars, baby. That's what we like to see. You can tell your family and friends about us. Make sure to say that there's this really cool king, and he has a podcast, and he's going to be our overlord soon. You know what? Here's here's the contest. Here's the contest. A five-star rating says that your team, Evan. A one-star rating says that your team, Cam. And, yeah. you know, it's on a spectrum. And so if a three-star rating means yeah. you like us both equally. So use fucking destroy our what? ratings to, to decide yeah. which of us and you, you know like what? better. Send us... Your ball sack pictures, put Team Evan, Team Cam on it. The best and most artistic ball shot. Like, write them right on your balls or just, like, like Photoshop yeah, just it right, Yeah, right on the sack, yeah. And if you like if us you both, just sack, put a C on one and an E on the other. Yeah. If you don't have a sack, find somebody's sack who you love. Could be your, it could be your pet, could be your friend, your boyfriend. Again, it shouldn't be your pet. We are an anti-bestiality podcast, so leave your dogs nuts Try alone. Try not to put any dog brain in the in the pictures, but you know. Jesus fucking Christ! All right, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you in fucking some other time. All right, peace. If we locked in, ain't no switching up. Brody came home, went to pick him up. Nigga kill my mans, I'm riding with a picture up. Shoot back to the crib, went to pick the switches up. Stole the track hard, got a tinted up. Caught him outside, now he in a blunt. Ain't no falling off, I done put two million up. Nigga, ain't no falling off, I done put two million up. Catch his ass at the light, like Tupac and hit him up. Ain't no life after death, nigga, you ain't big enough. Know them youngest mean benders when they in that rental truck. They gon' spend till they dizzy or the police pick them up. I been staying out the way, I been focused on this pay. Killers coming, I retired, meant the dead nigga play. Hit your mans with a package, he don't pay, I make him pay. I can stop selling all the shit today with what I made today. Niggas probably won't admit it, but I paid away. Who else you know made all these millions and ain't signed on pay? Did my time like a gangster, never made a statement Fuck niggas like I'm racist Niggas wasn't there when we was rapping in the basement They was throwing parties, we was cooking, cracking, shaving Hit your house party, fuck it up, we misbehave Gotta keep an eye on my nigga Slim, cause he shady Take it out the water, let it dry Put it on the roof, and he ain't know what he was doing I had to school, teach you how to turn a half to a hoe And I'm a tutor, how you jumping out of foreign Pockets filled with all blue ones 30 in the glizzy, bitch, I'm riding with a cougar Red and green Gucci sweater on, just like Freddy Krueger Everybody around me family, nigga, we don't do recruiting Everybody around me shooters, ain't no telling who was shooting Tell promoters book me, we gon' come and make a movie All my friends dead, got me riding with this Uzi Got some niggas in the feds, got some niggas in the state Got some niggas going in, got some niggas on the way Told Brody, take the plea, here to fight another day Went to trial and he lost, and they gave him all day Collect card, pick it up, feel him smiling through the phone Told me keep my feet on these niggas' neck till he come home You know it's on If we locked in, ain't no switching up Brody came home Went to pick him up, nigga kill my mans, I'm riding with a picture up Shoot back to the crib, went to pick the switches up Stole the track hard, got a tinted up, caught him outside Now he in a blunt, ain't no-
ain't no falling off. I done put two million up. Nigga, ain't no falling off. I done put two million up.